0: What's happening right now is it's a unique opportunity for massage therapists to reimagine their practice as they reemerge from this pandemic and really put into place all the things that they wish they knew then. Now, it gets to a point where as you start to grow and evolve, you start hitting these ceilings where you know you, you have to reevaluate um, what's next. And you know, for me, it's like, okay, what's next from here? I have to keep growing.
1: Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Maestro on the Mic. I am super stoked for today's episode, excuse me, super stoked for today's guest. We are still in that State of the Union series Uh, and today I have with me someone who I brought on before. She is quite frankly an industry leader as it relates to the massage therapy field. She's had to pivot and go through some shit during this time and she's just kept it so real with me this entire time. And I was like, dude, we got to bring you back on, let the people hear where you're at, where you feel the massage therapy industry is at, where you think it's going, just all the things. Super stoked to have her back yet again. Welcome to the show, my good friend, Kiana
0: Thompson. Welcome, homie. Hey, thank you so much for having me back. I'm super pumped to, to dive into all this with you.
1: Dude, this is like... You know, we were, tra- we were chatting a little bit before the call started or the recording started. And I was just like, th- to me, the massage therapy industry, it has had, has a lot of unique, uh, you know, barriers and issues that it had to deal with and it still has to deal with just in general, but specifically during this time of lockdowns and just everything. Like, you know, I've brought on people from the gym space, from the physical therapy space, from the Pilates world, from the yoga space, but all of those are far easier to move online and to have a digital thing and I was like massage therapy you're in another boat so I'm stoked to talk about this just you folks listening I will uh drop her I will have my uh editor drop the original episode that we did the previous episode that we've done uh when Kiana was on so you can hear all about her but uh, we're going to talk today about where she's at, how she's pivoted, what she's doing going forward, because she's got some interesting stuff she's working on. So, yeah. Kiana, I'm going to flip the mic over to you. And if you wanted to just talk about perhaps where you were at before Rona hit and then what happened
0: when it hit. Right, right. So, um, well, before Rona hit, I was, I was good. (laughs) You know, just like a lot (laughs) of people. I mean, I I don't know about everybody else, but the, you know, I'm not a big news consumer. And so the news I was getting, especially in the beginning of the year, I kind of felt a lot of us were brushing it off. We were led to believe Mm -hmm. this wasn't going to be a big thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and so... I was all for like, yeah, of course, we should totally shut down. We have no idea what's going on, you know, but it's a lot easier to say that when you're in a position to like, I can go a few weeks, right? A lot of massage Mm -hmm. therapists were not, you know, paycheck to paycheck. A lot of therapists are week by week. And what I saw when the pandemic actually did hit was how many other businesses in so many other industries were in that same boat and it didn't appear to be that way. And so before the pandemic, some of the things that I already had in motion that worked in my favor during the pandemic was that I ended up closing down um, our second location just because it wasn't getting a lot of usage and I wanted Mm -hmm. to um, change the direction that I was going in with Body Realm Center and just didn't need the space. And so what happened was I had planned on closing that location and I did on March 15th which was a Sunday and then Tuesday is when we had the shutdown so that's what I mean earlier we were talking I was like dude sheer luck right but you're right I was planning this I was already planning to do this from the year prior yes this was already in the works and then the other thing that happened was the week before we had the shutdown I had ran a package promotion to um encourage um you know, encourage the sell, to help me like, you know, move everything over. Um, as I kind of try to figure out how I was going to balance my calendar. Um, and, and also I wanted to run a small promotion because I knew it was going to make people open the newsletter and I needed to make sure everyone knew not to go to that location. Anymore. Uh, so yes, yes, yes. It was just <laughs> one of my smart. little, yeah. One of my little tactics where I was like, you're going to open this cause there's a deal in it. And then you're going to get all the information mm, and I stuff like that. Smart. So the week before, we had the shutdown. I had racked in a nice chunk of change. And so that's what helped me. And then during the pandemic, um, you know, me and you were messaging privately and I was like, I am just trying to climb myself in this hole. And so I didn't realize Mm -hmm. until much later, much later, meaning like maybe six weeks ago that what I was experiencing was depression. And, um, Mm -hmm. I think before I was more on that workaholic type of vibe, you know, I was always that hustle grind and 2020 was the year I was putting things in place to slow that down and to give myself time. Like 2020 was the first year in the last 10 years where I didn't work on a Sunday. Like I've always worked weekends. And so there was a lot of, always a lot of things I was missing out on simply because I was just working all the time. And so I was like, okay, this is the year I'm changing my schedule. I'm closing out the location. Sunday's is family day. And then, you know, I was already planning on putting more time and effort into the coaching side of my business. So all those things were already in in motion and just kind of worked in my favor. And so when I realized, well, while I was going through the feelings of depression, what ended up really happening was the same day that I, we found out the 17th year, you know, we're, we're going through a shutdown was the same day that we found out my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. And that just hit me because it's not in our family. Yeah. Like, it's not a common thing for us. And then I just didn't know what it meant. What it meant. And yeah. I'm getting all these text messages at the same time from the county talking about, you know, we're doing a shutdown. And I'm over here like, what is that? Like, what does a shutdown yes. mean? Yes. You know, and so... So uh, me and Zulie, we had just moved into this you know, other condo. And so I was like, oh, my God, my mom's by herself and all this other stuff. And so I was just stressing out. And then on top of it, this whole, this is going to be three weeks. Nope, we're going to push it back another three weeks. Nope, we have no idea what's happening. And I was like, okay, what is happening, mm-hmm. right? Because... Everyone's getting their stimulus check. I haven't gotten mine yet. My aunt, who passed away two years ago, was getting a check. And I was like, what is happening? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Deceased people were getting $1,200 checks, and I haven't oh. received anything yet, right? And so dealing with oh. all the personal stuff that was going on, what I what I noticed was this was the first time that I didn't have work to busy myself and com- compartmentalize everything that was happening. And I was forced to deal with the emotions in real time. And yeah. I realized I was like, I never put the time in to learn how to do that. And so it was also the first time I've ever had this much rest and like nothing to mm. really do. Right. And so, I mean, aside from having like coaching clients online, which saved me because outside of that, I felt very like I lost a lot of sense of purpose and I didn't know, like everything Mm -hmm. felt like there was no, there was no point. You know, yes. it was really hard for me to make the decision. Like, do I want to go back to massage? Like, what am I doing? Why am I doing mm-hmm. this? You know, like, and it made me reevaluate all the plans I had. And I was like, do we really want to purchase this property here? And do I really want that mortgage? Like, why am I doing this? And so I was just questioning everything. Yes. You know, I was yes. just questioning everything. And um, it just put me in a space where like, I didn't know what to do. You know, and I just felt mm-hmm. next thing I know, I'm, I'm realizing I was like, I'm sleeping all day and, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm, when I say I was trying to climb myself up, I had YouTube playlists. I was listening to, <laughs> to motivational, everything guided meditations. I signed up for better help. And I was like, what is happening? And it wasn't until I changed therapist and she ran me through a questionnaire and I checked off everything. And I was like, wow. So this is what it is. And so, you know, I I got myself um, some serotonin supplements. And now that I know what I need to combat and really just started diving into planning for you know, how I want to emerge. And that's what turned it around for me was, you know, knowing that this is this, we still have to move forward. And so how do I want to move forward? And that reinstilled my passion into why I love coaching so much, because what I saw in the massage profession is sadly, so many businesses had to close regardless of the sector. And you're right with massage, What's difficult about me talking about massage is that it's different in every state. And that is a huge problem. Mm. What this pandemic did was it highlighted all the weak links in every single industry and what was wrong Mm. with everything. I mean, so with massage, the fact that there is no national governing, you know, agency that looks over therapists as a whole, it goes by state Mm -hmm. by state. And just like what we saw with everyone's, you know, quarantine or, shelter in place requirement, that varied as if, as if coronavirus changed when it Mm -hmm. crossed state line, you know, I mean, and so it was really hard. So I was on all these forms that I'm not a big fan. of going on, especially on Facebook forms for massage. I just feel it's such a toxic place, Mm -hmm. but, um, I just needed to be in the loop of what was going on. And every state had something completely different and it just made no sense to me. Like some places could open, but you can only do 30 minute massage. You know, out here in California, yeah, we can open outdoor when we did finally open. And um, but if you open and you do massage outdoor outdoors, uh, and you're using a tent, then three of the four walls need to be open. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who came up with some of these things, you know? And I was just like, wow. So wow. in the midst of all this, you know, I, I, I'm I not getting any like financial assistance. So thank God for savings. People save your money, mm-hmm. get financial there literacy you on, in your corner. I, you I I try to busy myself. I mean, I, I had a, a uh, a subscription to like Masterclass. I, I I tried to like mm-hmm. get into gardening. <laughs> I was all over the place, dude. And everyone was like, so what'd you plant? And I was like, green onion. <laughs> I don't do this. I don't know. Something that's not going to die. You know, I was like, so I have this five, five foot wide, two foot high, you know, raised planter bed with like one oh green onion plant in it. Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> It was a mess, man. Um but yeah, once you know, once I kind of got back into the routine of things, I mean, you know, having the finances to carry you over to um, to, to start seeing the light is a big one for massage therapists. And so what, what I was cool. talking about, uh, last year was, you know, the trends in business. So back in the day, you know, you weren't a business unless you had a web page. then you weren't a business unless you had a social media page. And now we're getting to the point where in order for you to be a successful business, you have to have a digital arm. And that's why mm-hmm. I wanted to start that, that, um, coaching And I tried Mm -hmm. as a massage therapist, I was like, can I do this with just massage therapy skills? And so I offered, you know, online wellness consultations where I would walk people through what I would do and things like that. But honestly, I didn't like it. Like one, it took a lot of energy Two, it was hot as hell in this room. I was exhausted I'm like I'm doing all yeah. this with you <laughs> and uh-huh, it, uh-huh. when you're doing it digitally and online it's you're like you're on and it takes a lot of energy oh to yes be you are on you know and yeah it just came down to like I don't like this and so mm-hmm. massage therapists what we're seeing is the ones that were able to pivot online definitely had another skill set to bring to the table um and that would be more on the, um, whether they had a, a personal training certification or some sort of mm-hmm. movement, um, certification that allowed them to teach, you know, yoga or stretching or self massage or something. Um, and even if you didn't have those skills, I mean, you know, I was getting ready to put online like, um, some sort of, you know, course that my clients can get for themselves, you know, uh, walking them through like a, uh, say a morning routine or a mobility thing or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but It's kind of limited for massage therapists unless you acquire some of these skills. And so that is something that I've definitely been seeing a lot more of um, was a lot of massage therapists who were trying to make this work definitely started including um, other types of services that they could do online, that they could do remotely and still make money. Um, Outside Mm -hmm. of that, what we saw was a lot of people just leave the industry. Either they did something else completely and, you know, hey, that's what employment is for. You know, if you got to be someone's VA or drive for mm-hmm. Uber, like we do what you got to do. Um, yes. Yes. And so we saw that, but I saw a lot of you know, heartbreak, a lot of sad stories on these forums about you know, people who have been in business for decades, who you know are amazing therapists, have to leave um, the profession prematurely uh, because of this pandemic. And it just made me think of all the people who are no longer going to be able to benefit because that person mm-hmm. um, couldn't, couldn't sustain their business in this economy.
1: Do you think that part of that is how they're running their business. Like there wasn't enough savings. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: yeah, no, definitely. And so, um, what we we're seeing was a lot of the business that were closing just didn't have like a strong foundation to lean on. Right. Like mm-hmm. what, what helped for me was, yes, I did have the savings, right. Um, I did minimize my expenses before going into the pandemic. I also have nice. already built the foundation of having a very strong client base, meaning that, You know, here in the Bay Area, we or in my county, San Mateo County, um, we were allowed to reopen mid-June, which was ahead of schedule than what was predicted, and I didn't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with that. So I pushed our opening six weeks to August first. And what I did was, um, I have I have uh, VAs. I use a virtual reception service to help me contact everyone back. I, I end up canceling mm-hmm. almost 200 appointments between March and, <laughs> and, and August. That was already pre-booked before the pandemic, right? So I'm rebooking all these people. And what I did was when I contacted them, I just pre-booked them out to the rest of the year. I said, if anything happens, we already got you in the books. And so mm-hmm. when it came time for August uh, 1st to open, the county shut down again. So I was like, well, thank God. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, good thing. But what it did was it already set the stage for when I was ready to open. So all I had to do was just communicate with my clients like, hey, until we reopen, I'm going to be canceling everyone's appointment week by week until we mm-hmm. until we know what's going on. And so mm-hmm. we ended up opening October 1st. Um, but when I reopened, I'm fully booked. I'm fully booked until the end of the year. And that's only because I stopped. I stopped taking appointments, uh, at the end of the year because I need to pre-plan my 2021. I want to continue on with what my intent was for 2020, which was to give more time to myself, be able to spend more time with family and just kind of experience and embody freedom. And, so I need to, you know, block out and pre-plan the days and weeks I want to take off. I mean, we had a, we had to postpone our, our whole wedding yeah. <laughs> until next yeah. year. You know, I was supposed to be getting married October yeah. 3rd and I went down the drain, you know? And so, <laughs> you know, all these things yeah. like our, it's our 10 year anniversary, our kid turns 21. Like we both mm-hmm. have milestone birthdays. And so I was like, you know, what? I'm going to, I'm going to block these days out for me first and then I'll start booking people and you know, I, I like that idea because I I wasn't quite sure how I wanted to approach things once I started to see clients. And once I did, it just became very clear. I was like, I don't have any room for new clients. And so I just won't be taking any anymore because I like having the extra time in between clients. I don't feel as rushed. Like I used to have 30 minutes um, and because I give my clients the full 60 minute or 90 minute sessions and we're chopping it up and things like that. Next thing I know, I got 10 minutes to like flip the room, use mm-hmm. the bathroom, drink some water and bring the next mm-hmm. person. In. So this hour just took out all that anxiety. And, Damn. um, when I did the math, I was like, okay, this will allow me to, instead of seeing 20 clients a week, like I'll be seeing 10 and how can mm-hmm. I make this work? So 10 clients, yeah. a week, this is what it brings in. And then, okay, if I you know put more time and energy into the coaching or other streams of, of revenue, then this is the only, this is what else I have to bring in. And then this meets my goal again. And so it's just planning forward that way. And so what's happening right now is it's a unique opportunity for massage therapists to reimagine their practice as they reemerge from this pandemic and really put into place all the things that they wish they knew then, now. Right. And, and for me, what I tell my clients is I was like, you know, I, I booked, when I first started, I created my schedule to accommodate so many other, other Mm -hmm. potential clients. I said, without thinking what's going to happen when I get fully booked. And that just showed, I didn't have the mindset that I would be. Yeah. Right. And then I was, and then I was fucked. Right. Because Mm -hmm. now I'm working Uh 12 to 9 PM on Friday and then nine to seven on Saturday and nine, I'm, I'm spent. You know, I didn't intense book booked from beginning to end like that. And then I was.
1: <laughs> but then you left it open. Yes. Right. And <laughs> I was like,
0: okay. Well, that's okay. Cause this is what it takes. You know, I'm, I'm trying to build my way to six figures and then you get to six figures. You're like, yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> nah, no, no, this is- uh, no, 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 I want, you know, more than this. And so it, it gets to a point where as you start to grow and evolve, you start hitting these ceilings where, you know, you, you have to reevaluate, um, what's next and, you know, for me, it's like, okay, what's next from here? I have to keep growing. And in life, in general, we all hit this crossroad where we get stripped of all the titles that society has given us and all the titles we've given ourselves. And we have to redefine who we are without it. So who are you if you're not so-and-so the massage therapist, if you're not so-and-so, you know, that drives this car, that owns this house, like, who are you? really oh, dude. and I the thing this. is like these are questions we know to ask but we just never ever take the time to answer
1: and the, you folks see why i brought her back on <laughs> just my mind is spinning like that. I'm, I'm writing down frantically as you say all of this just all of the things that you said they all tie together and it's just like there's so many things. I feel like as I feel like my job as the host is to try and like provide summaries for things, highlight the key points. But I'm like, I have so many from from what you just said. But one thing I do, I want to kind of throw back at you so that you really see it is with everything that you just said, n- none of it's luck, mm-hmm. right? You did this like you knew your numbers. You were put. You were asking yourselves these questions, and then actually answering them like you had this stuff in place you were running your shit as a business not as you know a hobby so yes Yes. you you there was good timing in how you did some things but you had so much in place and you've had so much in place this whole time I and I love that you are that you are as you say all of this offering you know words of wisdom to those people who are listening and like hey this is what you should be doing moving forward this is what you should be looking at this is how you should be be planning things, like knowing your numbers, like just, this is so, so, so good. Are people, so you, you moved everyone, you had everyone booked out. Are people scared to come in? Are they coming in?
0: I have a small handful of clients who um, aren't comfortable coming in, and that's totally fine. And these are clients who already had like, pre-existing stuff and like heavy stuff where it's like, you know, they're on dialysis or, you know, um, during the course of the pandemic, you know, they had a hip replacement, you know, I'm like, I get it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I'm like, I'm also in a place where, you know, I'm ready to welcome them back whenever they can, but I also don't need them to come back. It's huge later than than later, yes. Yeah, so it puts me in a position to be able to be genuine with my care and my want for them to do what's best for them, because my livelihood doesn't depend on just them, right? I, I've built yes. this network of people where I'm like, there's as soon as there's an opening, it's going to be filled. You know, I've saved so I mean, much like, money on the on the up. reception service because all they're doing is telling people I'm no longer taking you know, um, new <laughs> clients and that it's only going to be referred in. And, and so now I have a different plan. Like there's going to be, you know, a back end VIP scheduling page just for my existing clients. Um, that way oh, people man, can still book this. physical therapy with Dr. Laura and things like that. And so that just leads me to like, mm-hmm. a lot of this is getting very clear. On what it is you truly want because once you understand what your actual big goal is it makes all the steps getting there when you reverse engineer it makes all the steps getting to that big goal so much more identifiable whether it's a yes or a no oh my goodness that is so what this pandemic did for me what it it made it very clear that no i am not a business owner because this shit does not run without me obviously Mm -hmm. seven months Mm -hmm. nothing happened unless i was doing something on the side yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, <clears throat> and so I was like, yeah. no, I want to own and operate. Like my aspirations are bigger. Like I, I, under, I, am a great massage therapist because I put a lot of time and energy in it, but this is not the end stop for me. I've always been interested in business and I've also, you know, ran and operated a bunch of different businesses and side hustles long before this became body realm center. And so, you know, that hustle, that grind, that's where a lot of entrepreneurship is bred from. It's bred from necessity for a lot of people absolutely and, you know we've seen all, all of a sudden everyone's a chef all of a sudden everyone's a baker all, you know what i mean <laughs> everyone's tapping into all their potential and it makes you open up and realize we're all multi-talented and you don't have to choose mm. just one thing like you can do them all and so once you get clear like now that i know i was like okay i thought i was going to expand body realm this way i thought i was going to elevate the profession this way i can still elevate the profession and you know, coach people one-on-one, I can still elevate the profession and buy the building and, you know, provide Mm -hmm. therapists, you know, a low cost entry-level way to start their businesses. And that's what led me towards financial literacy because the things I was learning during this time, I was like, wait, why doesn't more people know this? Like, wait, what? Like when Mm -hmm. everyone was talking smack about, you know, Donald Trump only paying seven fifty dollars and taxes, I'm over here like, hey, what's the code? (laughs) <laughs> how, how do you do that and then when i dug 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 deep and found out about very specific types of trust and the components that need to be in a trust and the things that you can do with it it blew my mind like did you know that there's an irs code that allows you to reclassify your income as extraordinary dividends to where you don't have to pay taxes on it simply because you didn't name it money
1: no right. I know that.
0: right and so the <laughs> pandemic made me pissed That's what Uh happened. The pandemic made me pissed. I'm seeing all these talented people have to exit a profession that they love simply because they weren't getting, none of us were getting, or a lot of us were not getting the aid that was supposed to be for us. You -hmm. know, a lot of us were, you know, um, because of the systems were getting PPP and unemployment and didn't know what they were supposed Mm -hmm. to do, how they're supposed Mm -hmm. to practice, you know? So during this time, like if you're, on that money tip right now, what I did was I found, um, last year I, I, I got rid of my old bookkeeper. So I needed to get a new one anyways and file my taxes on time for once. And so, <laughs> and so I got, I, I interviewed a bunch of, you know, um, accountants. I told them what I was looking for. I'm not just looking for an accountant. I'm looking for someone who's going to be more like a, a CFO to my business, someone who's going yeah, yeah. to, I like, still hey, how do we work these numbers so I can qualify for this mortgage? All these types of things. Found that person. They did, they reconciled my books, got me up to date, filed my taxes, scheduled another appointment. And I was like, explain everything. Wow. And that's how, you know, I've done this before with other bookkeepers and accountants, because I'm like, I need to know your methods, what you see, how, why you classify this in this category, Um, how you're counting, you know, my owner draws, like, what yeah. where, where are we putting money to make it look a certain way? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we mm-hmm, doing this? Mm-hmm, and when mm-hmm. I'm ready for, you know, uh, applying for a mortgage, then what are we going to do? How much do I need to be bringing in? And, you know, all the strategies behind behind supporting your financial goals. And so when you don't understand something, especially if you're already paying someone, it's like, hey, how much for an yeah. hour of your time? I want to go over these P, uh, profit and loss statements, these balance statements, and I want you to break it down for me. Because you need to know what you're looking at. So when someone gives you these numbers, you need to know if someone's taking something, you know, like mm-hmm. as you plan to get bigger, you know? So you have to mm-hmm. think as like, okay, once I start having employees, what are the indicators to let me know I can afford to hire an employee? Those types mm-hmm. of things, right? Um, I love it. Yeah, I so those it. are the, you know, so I pay people to teach me what they know. You folks listening
1: maybe you're feeling overwhelmed understandable (laughs) uh with all that kiana's saying but the the story around the story here and the lesson here is if you want these results those results any results you have to be willing to put in that amount of work so you know we I i bring kiana on as a massage therapist and in saying that i know that people have preconceived notions as to like what that is and like what that you know what she may be doing but Now you see like why she's been able to do so well. Like, yeah, she's a human as well, which is why she went through some of the depression was like, had to figure things out. But she's also a bomb ass businesswoman and putting in the work. And that's why she's getting those results. Kiana, question for you. Do you feel like given the the circumstances now, and this is a big question, but given the circumstances now, how things are. The, I don't want to say the average massage therapist, because I don't know what the average massage therapist is, but for someone that's not really looking to grow and do anything really huge, they just like want to be a massage therapist and that's, that's their thing. Mm -hmm. Can they survive this? Can they start a business now? Like, how is this possible? Or is it really like you got to have these bigger aspirations? You got to be willing to put in the time, run the business like this, you know, know the books in and out. Like, can you survive as like a, I'm just a simple Mom
0: and pop shop. Is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. I I believe so. You know, um, you don't need to be big. What you need to do is get clear on what it is that you need to sustain the lifestyle that you want. And you got to work from there, right? I'm like, you might not have a four or $5,000 mortgage like some people up here in the Bay Area Mm -hmm. do. You know, you might not need all that. So once you understand what it is that you need, then we can start working on the business stuff, right? And the other thing, too, is to understand, like, you don't, you can do both simultaneously. Like, a lot of us who jumped Mm -hmm. into business, like, we didn't have the business acumen. We just kind of, like, I'm that type of person. Like, I'll just jump in head first and then figure it out. That's it. So, you know, during this pandemic, absolutely. I had something like, Hey, can you build me this website? I was like, sure. Here's the price. I and then it. I Googled the hell on how the hell to build this damn website. I Dude. <laughs> you know, yes. I do things like that yes. all the time. And now I'm like, Hey, I can build a website. You know what I'm saying? On this oh, platform I love or it. whatever. I love and, it. and I love it. You know, when I, when it comes, when I say I um, to get clear on what it is that you need first. So I had a client who, one of her goals was I, I want to be able to, you know, pay out of pocket for my own health insurance. I said, okay, well, how much do you think your health insurance is going to be? She said, I don't know. Let's just say it's a thousand. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. let's just say it's mm-hmm. a thousand. I said, so given the um, amount of clients that she typically sees a week, which was like 15 and then how much she charged and things like that. So I just broke, I do very, very simple math. You guys, it's add into the it. fact. That's it, the multiplication. <laughs> right. And so I, I, you know, we sat down and we broke it down and I was like, Do you realize that if I was like, because you're you're giving these people an extra fifteen minutes and you're not charging them just because that's just how you flow, like that's just mm-hmm. your flow question. And I was like, and you charge an extra dollar a minute or whatever. I was like, Did you realize that if you just charge them that fifteen minutes that you're not charging them, that you're actually giving them? And so that fifteen dollars for fifteen clients is nine hundred dollars. There you go, you've paid you, there, you go. there it's right there and i was like so all we have to do is just restructure rename repackage your service and just include it include the extra 15 minutes i was like so now it's a 75 minute massage at this price boom situation solved it. Uh, and sometimes hard. the simple things are not necessarily easy you know like mm-hmm. i'm making no, oh, a yeah. phone like that but when you're in it especially when you're new Absolutely. i'm like every you don't know how to prioritize anything because everything seems like it's important because everything is important Right. And so how do you prioritize? It. And so it's like I said, it's a lot easier to get clear on what you really want, what you really need. And then all the steps to get there starts starts to become very, very obvious. Right. So my goal is, hey, I want to buy the building. So my if I'm like, do I take this class on, you know, um, business uh, credit and funding and things like that? Or do I take this class on stick mobility so I can offer something online? Mm hmm. And to me, I was like, well, the goal yeah. is to buy the building. Exactly. Well, then there's your answer. <laughs> there it is. And so enough yeah. wishy-washy stuff, right? Enough of this back and forth, second guessing yourself and, and um, worrying. And so when it comes to like, if you're right now, can you build this business? Yes, because as ironic as it was, the most stressful time in everyone's mm-hmm. lives, we didn't have access to one of the most stress relieving types of modalities which was massage. And so everyone is pent up. So right now people are looking for massage therapists and maybe the person that they typically go to is no longer doing this. And so there's more demand. And so the, the key that I keep, you know, that I keep trying to drive home with my clients is I was like, yes, there's demand. And I was like, and if you're brand new, you kind of have to take everyone because you you really won't know who people are until you know who they're not. And hey, there's no shortcut around experience. 10 years experience is 10 years experience. I got 20 (laughs) years in the game. Like that's how I can speak the way I speak and be so confident with what I'm talking about because I was like, I've done my time and I want to help you Mm -hmm. cut those corners and not, you know, shave off a year or two from doing what I did just by knowing how to plan. So it's like, yes, you're going to be seeing all these people, but do you know, do you have things in place, a process in place to start filtering out who is your people and who do you want to cater no. to? Those are the to look at right now. Yep. Dude, you know, I
1: hadn't, I don't want to say I had no idea what we were going to talk about coming into this because it wasn't like that. I was like, <laughs> Kiana and I can talk about whatever, but like you're always interested in the direction it's going to take. And like every time we talk, I just get so excited because you see the world in terms of opportunity, but also because you create it. And you, like, I love that you, you took us through this journey of like, Here's where I was at before. I had organized. I had planned. I put things in place, and then you know, so that made made when things got bad, it made it a little bit a little bit less bad, but still, I I, and I keep kind of circling back to this, that that human side of you, and I think it's so important that we talk about, that I highlight the fact that you were like I lost my purpose, yeah. and I think that a lot of people right now during this time are seeing that, feeling that, and I love that you've given steps and just like to, you know, again, shared your journey of like, then I started doing things to try and figure out like, and, and then I started asking myself, what is, what is it that I actually want to be doing now? I think that the pandemic is giving us such a gift. And I am not say, obviously, like I, we all have to say, like, I'm not saying in terms of, you know, the, there's a lot of bad stuff. And like, I'm sorry if you, if anyone on listening has lost someone, but on the other side there, it has given people in many ways, the gift of time. Yeah. And it give you a moment to be like, hey, is this what I actually want? And then like Kiana said, which I, I, I love because we kind of stop. We're like, ask yourself this. And no one says like, and also answer it. Like, yeah. It's implied, <laughs> but like you have to say it because people will ask it. And then they're like, okay. And I'm like, but wait, what's the answer? Yeah. Like that is huge. And then move forward with that. Take action. Write these things down. Get a coach if you need. Kiana will share her information after I'm done having my soapbox moment here because I'm so excited. I'll write these things down. And then, you know, she gave us the perfect example of like, hey, my goal is to buy the building. All right. Like, then a stick mobility class, as awesome as it would be, is not the direction that I need to be going. And this is actually what I need to, do, need to be doing. I'm going to do that thing, see where I'm at after that, ask the, the people, you know, who I who are around me the questions I need, and move forward. I freaking – this is just absolutely – Absolutely remarkable. Uh, Kiana, can you share just a little bit about your your next endeavor
0: you kind of slid it in there before about like hey uh, that's why I'm looking at doing this can you just talk about that a little bit yeah so you know financial literacy is something that's always interested me just because I've been so illiterate like my whole life like mm-hmm. I didn't understand credit or the importance of it and I just kind of you know been skating by life where I was like well you know if you don't pay it after a few years it just falls off anyway <laughs> so, <laughs> and so I live my life right and then I'm looking at these people who are you know, leveling up in life simply because they're sharing information and they're uplifting the community and they're educating everybody on things like this. And so I wanted in. And so I was learning about, you know, um, learning about cleaning up credit and building it because, you know, Mm -hmm. you need to have certain data points and like, why do you want good credit? It's not so that you can, you know, buy something now and pay it off later. This is, this is not the old school, you know, um, a Kmart plan right back in christmas time lay away you know what i mean <laughs> and that's not what credit cards for you really want to be able to build up such a high limit so that you can start to manufacture spend which is pretty much just running your daily expenses through your credit card so that you can read the points or the reward mm-hmm. or like that but a lot of people know that hey you know if you really want to have good credit you need to keep your utilization down under mm-hmm. you know 30 that's just common knowledge but what they're not telling people is that if you want it to build you need to keep it under 10 right and mm. if you have a thousand dollar credit card like what's 10 percent, right mm-hmm. like that, don't use that credit card and don't use that credit card <laughs> right it's we have to relearn and so it's mm. everything I do is just kind of like what you talked about earlier was like the way I see the world and it's an opportunity and a lot of that just has to do with how I've been raised and how I've my experiences in the world being who I am, right? Where, and with this pandemic where I was like, I don't want to rely on anybody else for help. And thank God I didn't need to, because I would have been on my ass on the street corner somewhere because the government didn't come through when I needed them. You know, the the landlord for our office space didn't help, not one bit. You know, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, there was... you know, I'm going through personal stuff Ah, with my mom. Hey, by the way, she's completely healthy. She beat it. She's ah, like a champ and she's doing super, super well. And, uh, that definitely helped, you know, lift my spirits too. But to experience that, to go through that with like, no one to hold your hand because no one's gone through this during a pandemic before. Like, you know, it's, and we've all experienced, maybe some of you guys have had you know babies and and your partner can't Mm -hmm. even be in the room, you know, like, come on. Mm -hmm. Um, and so i don't want to like have to rely on banks or whatever because they haven't been there for me this whole time you're right when i needed them you know when i needed the loan you denied me you mother Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i was like all these fees you take out all these accounts i owe. so anyway so i was like you know i want to be more self-sufficient and if there's a way to do that just by knowing how to leverage credit to do that for both personal and for business to know how to i mean. Just to know how to work the system so the system works that's for it. you that's and it. you know you can't really play the game if you don't know all the rules and you certainly won't win that's if it. you don't know all the options that's and that's it. what's going on we don't know the options how do we just pay 750 dollars in taxes look a lot of us didn't even know <laughs> what the use of a trust is let alone the difference yeah. between an llc and an s corp dude that yes yes you know yes. and so let's hey we have a little time let's go ahead and start googling let's start looking around let's start who knows what let's start sharing you know and so that's where i'm at right now so come 2021 um what's it called come 2021 um financial realm consulting is is up and running yes you know oh, and um it. my goal is to continue my mission of elevating the massage profession but everybody in the health wellness and fitness profession and sharing this information so that, you know, we don't have to rely on the banks. I want you guys to buy the building, forget these landlords, Mm -hmm. you know, they they didn't help us out. And so, you know, putting putting yourself in a position to where you don't have to just rely on external resources to get you by you. You can learn these things yourself um, and you can do these for others. It's, you know, it's again, Easy and simple aren't always, uh, you know, best friends here, but the the foundation is there. And so I'm going to be starting that. Um, to just help people out, especially I know a lot of us, you know, had to use those credit cards in the way that we know we're not supposed to mm-hmm. be using them, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so knowing how to, you know, do something else with credit cards besides trying to get airline ticket and, and, and you it. know, usually, a million yeah, dollars yeah, right? to get a coach seat or whatever like the case Not even going be. anywhere now. So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because as we've been talking about, a lot of the conversation with this whole profession is, you know, the fact that we're not making money. We were prevented from making money. And so we just don't money is just not a a common conversation outside of how to do your taxes and how to run your QuickBooks. You know what I'm saying? But like there's a difference between accounting and finance.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Right. And so for sure, this is it. Like you need to start learning that you need to start, you know, uh, planning forward. For how you want things to look and so that was my motivation i got pissed during the pandemic and i was like enough is enough i have all these plans i said i'm gonna own these properties all over here it's time to move i was like because yeah. uh, hey who knows if this time. if this could ever happen again i never want to be in this position That's again yeah.
1: of all the times i love it like my goal with doing this series was to you know i didn't like set it up and wasn't like oh let me go pick the people that are doing well like it's it's not by coincidence that the people around me are doing well like you know, I have surrounded myself with people who do the thing and figure things out, which is really, realistically, I could pick anyone they come on this, this podcast. And that Kiana is just summarizing that if, you know, embodying that, like in, in a time when, you know, the media, whoever would have you believe, shrink, be less, hide. Kiana's like, hey, guess what? No one's coming to save you. Yeah. So let's <laughs> figure it out. And actually... If you've put things in place, let's start thinking about getting bigger. like first obviously ask do you what do you want? But no, the answer is not like shrink, run away. you know, all your dreams are banished. like no, I I, I freaking love it. she's she's laying it out super you know, super straight here. No one's coming to save you. but you know what? That's okay because you can save yourself. Yes. and we have people around you who, Will help. I freaking love that. Speaking of saving people, helping people, Kiana, drop your information. Let people know how they can find you, contact you, all that stuff.
0: Uh, You can find me, um, KianaThompson.com for coaching. You can find me, uh, find my business, Body Realm Center on Instagram. You can find me personally on Instagram, Kiana.SF. Financial Realm Center will be up, you know, probably In a few weeks, (laughs) Uh, by the time you you hear this, by 2021, (laughs) for sure, it'll be up if you're interested in that. And I just want to reiterate, you know, I shared my personal story about, you know, being down and out and in the dumps because I am human and understand that the people that you're looking Mm -hmm. towards as leaders and people that you're looking towards as successful experience the same thing. And, you know, oh, yes. I'm like, I, I get it. I was like, I was curled up in my bed for months before mm-hmm. I, I had the strength and energy to, to get out. And it's not because I didn't have the willpower and it's not because I didn't have the determination. I physically could not do it. And it's okay mm-hmm. because at some point I knew it will pass. It mm-hmm. will pass. And because I was self-aware and I, I did the work, I answered the questions. I was like, I know I am the type of person um, to, to be able to dust myself off and, and you know, get out there and keep it pushing because I said I am. Period. this is the type of person I want to be. This is who I am then. And so one of the other things you'll see when you go to my website, KeanuThompson.com, I put out a free workbook for you guys. It's a personal branding uh, workbook where it asks you some of these deep questions, but I like, I put prompts in there to kind of help stimulate your mind on how to answer these things. Sometimes we just need an example to get our our brains working, our juices flowing. So there's some prompts in there to kind of help you. And at the end, you'll have your elevator pitch. You'll know who you serve, what you do, and how you want to present your business to the world. So check that out. I love it. I just, I love it. I
1: got, I'll, as always, folks. All of that will be in the show notes. So don't like crash your car trying to do that now. <laughs> um, but I got two more questions, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you run. All right, hit me. Uh, num- number one. Where do you
0: see the massage therapy industry going? I've always seen it as becoming, um, blended. I see a lot of massage therapists, Mm. you know, getting, um, cross certifications mm. and other things. Like we talked about, I was like, you'll see, you know, now if you want to get into the digital game, you're going to either start to have to create something. So you're going to become a, a content creator of some sort. Um, you're going to use your intellectual property or whatnot, or you're going to have a certification that allows you to teach, educate, and work remotely with people one-on-one, um, over the internet. And so you'll probably do something in, in the movement space. Um, or, hey even like nutrition things like that but you're you're gonna tap into some of the other things that interest you some of your other talents and passions and you're gonna bring that to the forefront and we're gonna see a lot more massage therapists be interdisciplinary um, with their approach and with their skill set and I, I I see that for all of health wellness and fitness honestly
1: I love the I love the the hope that you bring and the like <laughs> opportunity like I, I really think that if I was a interview some other people that probably aren't in my circle but just other people they'd be like it's probably gonna die like, <laughs> like come on you can't tell me that other people aren't saying that like maybe they're in a, in a place where they feel like that and like because people, people aren't running their business so whatever but here you are, you're like, and it's going up. I fucking love it. Like,
0: <laughs> it is. is. I mean, you know, because everyone who's in this right now, you're in it because you want to be. And so you want to make this work. And I, I believe we're, we're going to find a way. I mean, it doesn't have to be movement. It doesn't have to be nutri- It could be life coaching. Whatever it is that you want to extend to your people, to your clientele, to your community, you can totally do that and make this work and know that you have, you are enough as is right now. You know enough to to make this work. And so, as you start to educate yourself more, and as you start to learn a little bit more, you're only going to get better.
1: Fucking, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask another question. I know I said I only had two, but I'm gonna ask another question <laughs> because I'm picking back off of this. Like, you are in San Francisco, which it's all about perspective. In on one hand, on the one hand, to me, I'm like that. In big cities, it's actually I feel like more likely for things to close down because their overhead is is so high. Hell yeah. What would you say? in terms of big city versus small city and the future of of massage therapy
0: i tell people i was like you know you're uh, you're only limited by your creativity and so you know i don't have a huge overhead because i share the space and if i didn't have a, a, a space a suite to share it has you know it has we have shared break room closet area um reception area but we each have our own rooms and they're big they're like 11 by 15 or something. Oh, I know. I was like, do cartwheel and that thing. (laughs) And and, you know, the, the thing is I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want to spend $3,000 on this space, you know? So we split it up. And before that, you know, Touching a little bit on the types of clients that I work with, I, I work really well with people who, you know, like the style that I present, which is like, you know, hey, I built this organically. I built this by word of mouth. I'm not big on, you know, being so external with my marketing. I, I'm not very comfortable doing mm-hmm. a lot of things in person, as hard as that might b- sound to you guys. I like to do things like on the low. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I've, you know, I built my practice in, in the side of a chiropractic office that had no mentioning of me whatsoever. There's, there's my name's not anywhere, nothing. You don't even know I'm there and I built my practice there. So don't let the expense stop you. There's always a way, there is always a way. And so whether that is, you know, I've set up in a CrossFit gym, it looked like a consignment center because they put me in this <laughs> warehouse with all their extra furniture. And here's this little massage table and this big giant warehouse and the cow train <laughs> right in front. And sh- people would show up. They would want their massage at 6 15 AM. And these were, you know, millionaires paying me more mm-hmm. than I've ever charged before to get a freezing. I mean, I was wearing a hoodie. That's how cold this yeah. space was. Yeah, and I made it, you make it you work. It I, work. Like, I have an extra blanket for you. You know, I can't give you the table warmer because the extension cord don't reach. But other than that, you know, you make it work and there's always going to be people like I want to just stress. I'm like, you know, the whole point of you building this business, this business has to serve you first and it has to provide you with the lifestyle. And so if you don't want your clientele list to be filled with a bunch of assholes, stop working with assholes. Simple. Not always easy. I get it, but it's simple. But still, fuck, I love it. This is...
1: Yes. This is everything. I got my last question. Alrighty. My last and final question. I ask everyone, is there anything that anything else or you can just re- recap that you want to leave the people with?
0: Oh man. Um, <laughs> I, one thing I'd like to share with people is that, you know, your business and you as a person is one You are your business. So it doesn't help anyone to try to present yourself as this cookie colored version of the therapist you think you need to be and hide who you really are. That's why a lot of you are getting caught up in being able to clarify your message, being able to you know, say out loud to the universe who it is you want to work with and things like that, because you're trying to be a character instead of being yourself. You know what to say if you were able to say it the way you normally like to say it you know? And so be yourself, being authentic. I mean, I've been thriving in a profession where no one looks like me. Yeah, No one looks like me. I am the Mm -hmm. only massage therapist, business owner that is black, biracial, lesbian, masculine presenting, probably in the county. I know for sure in this city and the next city Mm -hmm. over and the next city over, but probably in this county. And this is not a small county, you know? And so, you know, I'm thriving in, in a way that isn't something that you would think. And so it just goes to show it doesn't matter what other people think. It matters what I'm doing. Obviously I'm doing the, you know what I'm saying? You just got to do. And you know, a lot of what, you know, me having to me me getting where I am is I really, just like we talked about in the last podcast episode, I kept my head down. I stayed in my lane and I just worked on what I wanted to work on. And when I looked up, Hey, there was a lot of people behind me, you know, and that's going to be you. You just need to focus Mm -hmm. on, Creating a business that serves you. Don't schedule yourself hella crazy like I did myself. Schedule (laughs) your life in your calendar first. And then what's free is your work hours. Schedule your family, all that other stuff in there first. You know, charge what you're worth. Be okay with, hey, it's probably going to go up in the future. You know, all those things. Mm -hmm. And making sure that your business um, serves and provides for you. You can do this.
1: So freaking good I'm over here like I'm starting a new business I don't even need to I'm good I don't I'm like I'm just like wait reel it in rein it in I'm good actually this is absolutely remarkable folks remember all of Kiana's uh contact information is in the the bio is in the show notes so please go there and check it out Kiana just thank you for everything. This episode, absolutely. But just thank you for all that you've done. The support that you show me, just how you show up in the world. The support and guidance you're giving to everyone. How you're leveling things up. Leading from the front.
0: Just thank you for all of it. Oh, just, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dude. homie. Dude, for awesome. real. This homie is... and friend. The internet cousin <laughs> everybody needs to have is the maestro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, this is so... Just... This is so good. You folks listening, one, you know it's so good. And two, thank you. We know you could have been doing anything and you chose to to hang out with us. And we are both endlessly appreciative for that. I am absolutely not going to ask for any subscriptions, likes, reviews, anything like that. If you like this episode, if something landed, something hit you from this episode, do me a solid and share it. Share it with someone who you think needs it. Share it with someone who you think it could help. Uh, The only way out is through, and the only way through is together. All right, Uh, officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, Kiana and Maestro...